Well, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us once again. Hope you're all having a good week. How are you doing, Barry? I'm doing great, mate. How are you? Yeah, doing good. Thank you. Doing very well. Looking forward to heading off to sunnier climbs on Friday. I know. Tell us about it. That's pretty exciting. So, um, going to Uganda on Friday with, with Mike, Mike Hammond, who's on the webcast with us. Um, we're going to Motomioni, uh Ginger, which is right on the bank of the River Nile. One day, Barry, I'm going to get you to come with me. I know. <laughs> and uh, just a little bit down from Lake Victoria. And uh, the temperature's very pleasant, I have to say, at this time of year. Um, we're doing a father-heart encounter for the first five days next week. <clears throat> and then after that, I'm doing some training with the young, the younger folk who are taking over more of the running of Motomioni. So I'm kind of doing some management training, how to run a business. Mike's going to help the practical guys in the gardens um, with how they can do things perhaps a bit better. And then the last few days, we're going to do a just an encouragement uh, time with the staff at uh, Motomioni, with Ingrid's staff, just to encourage them. The thing I really felt when I was just praying about it the other day is, um, I can never remember, I think it's Moses, it's either Moses or Joshua, but I think it's Moses. He was going into a battle and um, he's, he, he, you know, the Lord told him to hold out his spear. And when he got tired, he, you know, his arms started to, to drop and he had a, a couple of people holding his arms up. And I felt like uh, the, the days with the staff at Motomioni are just to go and encourage them and lift up wow. the weary hands and just see what Father does. So... Um, yeah. I, it's been really interesting, Barry. Um, normally I prepare a lot, you know, and I kind of have a clear program of what we're doing day one, day two, day three. Every time I sat down to, to think about it, I just get, I've just got a sense of a few ideas, but I can't mm. get a program together. Mm. So that's kind of interesting. Um, kind of looking forward to how that, um, unfolds, but, um, yeah. Very much looking forward to it. It's a night flight on Friday night. <laughs> um, we get there Saturday afternoon um, and then come home on the Thursday before Easter, arrive at Heathrow at six o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning on Good Friday. Wow. So that's the plan. Wow. And how many times have you gone to Uganda? Um, this will probably be oh, well more than 20 this will probably be my That's 21st amazing. 22nd time wow yeah so that um, is amazing have to have wow. to count it up one day <laughs> well yeah you know to the point where you it's kind of well I'm just going to Uganda again you know you're just yeah. uh, it, it would be great to I mean it's amazing how much you have just uh, been able to sow into just amazing work that Ingrid's doing and all the staff there. It just, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we would just want, when I, you know, if, if you'd allow me to open in prayer before we start, I yeah. just, I just encourage everybody to stretch out their, their virtual hands towards Mark. <laughs> pray for him. So, yeah. I'd love is, there, is there anything else going on? Uh, well, of course. I, the only other thing we have to mention, I think it's six weeks time, isn't it? Um, ooh, yeah. Barry and Anne are coming to uh -huh. Europe. Uh, we've got the, Conference at the beginning of May in uh, the Netherlands, uh, Thursday evening to Sunday lunchtime. 
and then the following week um, we've got a, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday at uh, Wes and Sharon Boxall's Church in Gloucester. Um, they're both called the Deeper Homecoming and you can find a bit more information on our website fatherheart.uk slash deeper homecoming I think or just go to the events page and find it um, but we're really looking forward to doing those two events um, and just looking forward to being together as well and yes. uh, very much looking forward to being in Gloucester with our, our friends Wes and Sharon who are hosting us for that, that second um, weekend and then that Sunday evening I can't remember all the dates but they're all on the website that Sunday evening we're up in Bridge North with Mike and Sue Norman and Johanna and just doing an evening up there so it's mm. going to be fun so um, plenty of space available in the Netherlands and plenty of space available in Gloucester the Netherlands is a residential one and the Gloucester one is non-residential but you're welcome we'd love to see you mm. come come from other countries in Europe either yeah. to the UK or Netherlands why not yeah yeah, so, I yeah, Anne and I are really looking forward to to again just hanging out uh, and just you know I mean I can where am I going here I go this way it, 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 it's kind of like we bump shoulders but are you, we uh, are you bumping it's, my head <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like it's still virtual there's nothing like bumping heads you know in the same room so I think you know we'll we'll be looking forward to that and and just you know and gathering with friends around. Yeah, uh, you know Europe, and and it's been it's always I I, I think of what Mike, our dear friend Mike Hammond said a couple of weeks ago, because you know he's used to seeing me just kind of the upper body, you know, <laughs> and so he actually wonders if I actually have legs. So I I have to prove <laughs> that, that there's actually legs at the bottom of this this projection. So yeah, we're really looking forward to it, and I mean being together and and just. Uh, yeah, just that synergy that happens when we all gather. Yeah. And so, yeah, yay God for that. So, so yeah, that's yeah. what we got coming up. Looking forward to all of that. So, yeah. And so we're talking about freedom, the freedom of sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to have a discussion together and see where we go, yeah. eh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Did you want me to start by uh, just opening yeah. prayer? Yeah, do you want to do, do that? And then I'll kick off with yeah. a few thoughts and then bring you yeah. back. Yeah. Okay, so that's good. And now I just want to encourage everybody, uh, just if you can just stretch your virtual hands towards Mark. And, and Mike's Mike. on too. And Mike's here too. So just, uh, you can bless Mike. He, he, he's, he's on the chat. You can just give him hearts and all those <laughs> things and maybe encouraging words as well as they go. And so, Father, we, we thank you for, for Mike and, and Mark going to Uganda and just bringing the amazing, incredible good news of your, uh, your love in Jesus. And Father, we, we just ask for all the practical dynamics of a trip like this, that there would just be favor and, and just everything would go smoothly, traveling mercies. And Father, we pray even now for the hearts of every, mm. every, uh, son and daughter, uh, uh, Mayoni and just the, just in preparation for the time together with, with Mike and Mark and, Lord, we just pray you just bless this time. May it just be, um, I hear just thinking of unexpected fruitfulness, Father, that, you know, Mark is going without, you know, necessarily the, the, 
the the whole program fleshed out. So we just pray a blessing and just the ebb and flow. And and I pray when Mark uh, when Mike's in the garden and he's you know he's just hanging out and and just really encouraging the mm-hmm. uh, sons and daughters there, Father. That just that it would just be a, such a sweet time for each one there and also for. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike and Mark as they go and come back and Father we just ask for open hearts tonight uh, that we would know whom the sun sets free is free indeed mm-hmm. I pray Father that we would go deeper into this revelation of love a love that sets us free into the wide open spaces of your kingdom that you, you want to yeah. even reveal even more in this moment than ever before so yeah. we just trust you and we, we all just want to Hear your your voice, hear your Holy Spirit, just direct us in just what we talk about in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Barry. I'll catch you in a few minutes. Alrighty. Yeah, so we just want to um, talk about freedom, really. Uh, the freedom of sonship this evening. And in a few moments, we'll be Barry and I will be batting this around together. But just want to throw a few thoughts out uh, to start with. Because, of course, we all know John 10, verse 10. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and life in all its fullness. You know, and that's really what the Father wants for all of his children, is to live in the fullness and the joy of, 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 of this walk with him. And not to be bound, but to be free. And, you know, of course, we're all going to... Um, go through life struggles and the ups and downs of life but you know we can face those with a free heart and that's what it's all about you know when when I think of freedom it's not so much you know having so much money that I can do whatever I wanted it's it's not jumping up and down um it's not necessarily having all the balloons and all that sort of stuff which is great of course but freedom is um a free heart and that's what the father wants us to have Barry's in his prayer mentioned John 8 where Jesus said you know if, if you, the son sets you free you'll be free indeed and um, you know that's that's what it's about it's for us to walk into and live in the freedom the glorious freedom as Romans chapter 8 says the glorious freedom of the sons of God which creation is waiting for creation is groaning with eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed and when we walk in our freedom, when we live as sons and daughters, you know, somehow, and I don't fully understand this, but somehow creation around us is going to be changed and transformed. And that's really what I long to see. That's what, that's what we all long to see. You know, we want to see creation. We want to see the world around us transformed by the love of God. And as we live in and as we are rooted and grounded in the love of God, our hearts will become freer and you know we will just bring that freedom as a gift to the world that's really what i believe the father wants you know as we jesus was the freest person ever and we're called to walk as jesus walked to live as jesus lived and that that means for us growing in freedom and there are hindrances to that and we 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 may not have time to get into those but today but one of the biggest hindrance of course is is carrying unforgiveness in our heart and bitterness in our heart and you know not dealing with our stuff and carrying it and you know the more we can 
deal with our stuff and let go of offence. You know, people offend us all the time, but if we hold on to that, it stops us being free. But if we can let go of the offence as soon as possible, then we're back on that path of freedom. It's what the Father wants for us. You know, 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17 and 18, you know, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we with unveiled face behold the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. You know, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is a transformation of our hearts that leads us into, you know, greater glory, one degree of glory to another. And I just want to start off this conversation on freedom um, about something I think is really important. Um, freedom is not just being free from something. Um, you know, we, we often think we're set free from our sin, and of course we are, you know, and we're all grateful for that. But we are set free from something in order to be free to be someone. So whenever we talk about freedom, we have to talk about what we are set free from and what we are set free to be. And, you know, we see this right back in the story of the people of Israel when um, they're trapped as slaves in Egypt. And, uh, you know, they're, when they went to Egypt, of course, they went there with Joseph was looking after everything in the famine and they come and get food. Joseph gives them some land. Many years later, they end up slaves. And during that period of slavery, their cry goes up to God and God hears their cry and he's concerned about them. And he says to Moses, go and set my people free from the power of Egypt. So that's the first part. Moses went to set them free from the power of Egypt. But then in Exodus um, chapter 3, verse 17, the Lord says to Moses, I promise to bring you out of your misery in Egypt into the, the promised land. You see, they were free from the power of Egypt, but they were free to live in the promised land. And, um, you know, that's that to me is such... A, an important thing about freedom that we, we very often overlook. You know, one of the saddest things in society, and it's this, these are UK statistics, but this would be the same across the world, really, I think. 38% um, of UK adults who are released from prison, they re-offend within one year. 38% reoffend within one year. Within five years, 72% of prisoners reoffend. You know, now that's that's not unusual. That's that would be common right across the world. And the thing, the reason I think that's the case is because when those prisoners were set free from prison, you know, they can stand outside the prison and look back at the prison and say, you know, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. I'm leaving that horrible place behind. But no one helps them to walk into the freedom that's in front of them. 
you know, the freedom to be a member of society and whatever. And that's that's that that is what I think the problem is, is that we don't help people learn to be free to be. And I think it's the same for us. You know, it's very easy for us to look back at our old way of life and say, I've been set free from that. And what we need to do is turn around and say, yeah, I've been set free from that, but I've been set free to walk into something new. And that's what we want to do. You see, if you look at what you've been set free from, you will be drawn back into it. And that, that happens in our own lives very often. You know, we dwell on what we've been set free from and it, it sucks us back in. But if we can turn around with gratitude and say, I've been set free from that. You know, thank you. Thank you, Father, for setting me free from that. But we need to turn around and look at what we are free to be, who we are free to become. Um, and that, to me, is such an important thing um, about freedom and I, I want to encourage you um this evening and then i'm going to bring barry back in just uh, in, a, in a moment it's is is look at you know if you're struggling with things and 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 feeling that you're not really free from it um you know what may be happening is you've not turned around and looking into that place of freedom the freedom to be and the Father wants you to leave that, what you're free from, and walk into what you are free to be. And, you know, if you're struggling, I just encourage you to set your eyes forward and look to him and follow him. Because where he goes is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Follow the Spirit into freedom rather than, you know, constantly thinking oh this is what i've been free from so barry do you want to come back and we'll we'll see where this goes eh? <laughs> yeah that was uh that's really good mark i think uh, sometimes when we think about freedom like you said we we have this idea that it's kind of what we were free from but it's like i you know god wants us to live a free life now right and and like you said about the prisoners reoffending you know and 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 it's very common here i don't know what the st- stats are in canada or the us but i'm i'm sure it would be similar it was just the the idea of um the the predictability of of being uh in a prison you know where you're everything is predictable and everything mm-hmm. is maybe you know, familiar, and and I think oftentimes with prisoners, they, you know, they 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 can get comfortable with that, and so then there's just this, no, they don't have to decide what they're going to eat or where they're going to go. They, it's everything's decided for them, and it's it's kind of like you know the the idea of, you know, um, I, I I kind of imagine it sometimes, and and I'll say in our my own struggle as well, kind of metaphorically, is just it's almost like you know Jesus has has, you know, blown off any prison doors, like there is absolutely no prison doors, but, you know, are we comfortable, will we dare to actually go out of the prison cell, because there's Mm -hmm. no doors, there's nothing holding us there, and and go into the open spaces, and I always love that scripture passage that you talk about, about going into open spaces, right, Mm -hmm. the freedom of going into those places, and, and, you know, or do we, do we really feel like there's some kind of uh, false security, in the predictability of of being kind of you know imprisoned in 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 our kind of our own 
kind of even our own mind in that sense. And I think that's so important. You know, one of the things, and I, I've shared this before, but I was just reminded, uh, uh, I shared this last week when I was away at the school of ministry. And just, that, you know, when I went to a zoo, uh, one time a local zoo, and, and I just wanted to see a lion. And, and you know, and again, this isn't a statement about zoos or anything else. This is about the, the statement of the issue of the, the human heart. And when I went to the lion exhibit, it the lion was sound asleep, and the male lion and the female lion, and it was a very, it was a small zoo, very small cage that they were in, and very very um, enclosed in a small space. And then I just asked God that if He would just open up the eyes of the lion so I could see His eyes, and it was like immediately the lion opened His eyes, and He was staring at me, and it was like He was staring through me. And I got a picture of it that you know I often share. Uh, but it was at that point that God spoke to me, I felt, and in my heart. And he said, take a look at this lion. And he said, this is why I hate captivity, because mm-hmm. I've created everything to be free. And now he he wasn't talking about the morality of Zeus, so there's no <laughs> worry with that. What he was talking about, there's this lion mm-hmm. that, it, and I just had the sense of this lion in this very small cage, knew who he was in that sense. He was this king of the beast, king of the jungle, and and yet he was imprisoned. And um, I just felt like the father just like just this ferocious love that the father has for each and every one of us that he wants us free. He wants he doesn't want us to live in captivity. And, you know, when you think of Isaiah 61, when that was the passage of scripture that Jesus used to to proclaim his public ministry. And it starts with the words, uh, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted and to set the captives free. And and I think, you know, when we start to really understand how passionate our Heavenly Father yeah. is for us to be totally free, and again, it's not free just from something, yeah. but free to walk into the the, uh, the open spaces. What is that pa- Bible verse, again, that you often share about the open spaces? Job 36, verse 16 and it's, I always get into problems with my interpreters on this verse. <laughs> what it says, obviously in English, is he is wooing you from the jaws mm. of distress to a spacious place free from restriction to the mm. comfort of your table laden with choice food. And I love that verse. And, because, of course, the word in English, the word wooing is a very romantic word. Yeah. And it's like, you know, he's drawing us romantically from the jaws of distress to a spacious place. Another translation says a wide open space. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, some of the, um, some of the other, you know, when, when, when you translate that verse into other languages, the word wooing is lost and it comes across like as he is enticing you, which is not the same, or he is, mm. he's drawing you, it's gain, it's not the same, or he's leading you, you know, and it doesn't convey that sense of, of romantic love, drawing us as a lover away mm. from a place of restriction to a wide open space. And, mm. um, you know, for me, that verse is it, just so powerful. Um, Job 36, verse 16, uh, just really catches the heart of what the Father wants to do for us. And yeah, I've, I've made a decision. I am not going back. <laughs> mm. I am not going back to the jaws of distress. Yeah. 
And mm. when something happens in my life, and, and it happened, you know, maybe 18 months, two years ago, I felt myself being sucked back towards the jaws of distress. And I was really sort of, no, I'm not going, I'm not going there. <laughs> I want mm. this wide open space. And the thing about the wide open space, of course, is it just gets wider and wider and wider. Mm. And, you know, we, we've got this limitless freedom in front of us to explore. So well, I, we, I want to I encourage you, go for it. Go for your wide yeah. open space. <laughs> and, and, think, and just think about this for a second. You know, I'll, you know, I'll put on my uh, astronomy hat here. But uh, <laughs> the fact that, that the, the universe is expanding, um, and, and it's expanding, at, from what I understand, I, I can't, I don't know how the number, but it's very fast. It's not like it's this inching out into... I mean, I don't even know how can a universe expand. What is it expanding into? I don't know because what's on the other side. But the idea that you know there's one to two trillion galaxies in the known universe that that and they can only say the known universe. And you think of this, you talk about wide open spaces. That's all I want to say is that when we're going to rule and reign with Jesus forever, I, yeah. I truly believe that that the. The, the expanse of the kingdom and the, you know, Isaiah talks about Jesus and this is of the extension of his government. Mm -hmm. There is no That's end. Right. And so, you know, when we talk about freedom and being able to, to go into those wide open spaces, that's, you know, the little boy in me goes there right away with rocket ships and faraway planets and, and galaxies and all those other things. But I just believe what, you know, the, the, you know, the father really does want us just to be encouraged that yeah. it's just he, he is a, he is wooing us. It's like, you know, come, you know, just, you know, just convincing us like even in a gentle way, you know, Paul saying, I'm convinced that nothing in, in all creation can separate me from the love of God in mm -hmm. Christ Jesus. And it's just this gentle wooing. saying, come on, you can go even if it's like, you know, if we're struggling in, with in a, in a sense of with our. A feeling of being captive into something it's like the father just even baby steps like come on you know you can do this yeah. you know i'm with you and it's for absolutely you know i think of galatians 5 1 that says it is for freedom's sake yeah. that christ set us free. free yes it's like god loves it when his kids are free he mm -hmm. he has not created us for captivity and you know even when you think of that lion illustration being in a in a little uh, jail cell uh, that, you know, in the, one of the descriptions of Jesus is the lion uh, yes. of the tribe of Judah. And, of course, we know that our union with Jesus has, has secured us a place in the Father's heart and, the, and understanding what does that mean to have a lion, you know, the yeah. lion of Judah living inside of us. And, and Proverbs 28.1 says that the righteous are as bold as a lion. But the wicked flee with no one pursuing. And I just believe that in that sense of that, that encouraging freedom, that there'd be even a new boldness to dare yeah. uh, what the Father wants us to experience. Yeah. And, and I think, Barry, one of the things that often happens for us is we, we have a fear of making mistakes. Mm. And um, because of that fear of making mistakes, we don't often step out into the freedom that we've yeah. got you know and I, th I think it's probably the greatest gift that God gave us when he made yeah. us he gave us the gift of free will he gave yeah. us the gift to choose you know and that is so important because that's you know that's the hallmark of freedom is this this thing of, of 
of choosing to go into the wide open. You know, you can stay in the jaws of distress. You can, we've got a choice, you know, but we've got the choice to step. We're not pushed. We're not made to. We're given this this choice. And of course, when, whenever we have the freedom of free will, we've got the huge possibility of making a mistake. <laughs> and, you know, I really believe as, as sons and daughters, um, mistakes do not disqualify us. You know, if you're a servant, if you're living in an orphan-hearted way, then, you know, very often mistakes disqualify. You know, we look at the world system, you make a mistake, you're, you're written off. But in the kingdom of heaven, in God's family, mistakes do not disqualify us. And I just want to yeah. say to any of you, you know, if you feel you're disqualified because of the mistake you've made, there is always a pathway back to redemption. Uh, we see that in Luke 15, you know, all we have to do is turn and come home. And there's always that path of redemption. You know, Gandhi said this. He said, freedom is not worth having if it does not give you the freedom to make mistakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because otherwise, if we're not prepared to run that risk, we're going to be paralyzed and stuck. And we're going to miss out on so much of what the Father wants to give us. And he really wants us to walk into this this wide open space. You know, freedom from is only a part of the story. Freedom to be is, I think, the bigger part of the story. It's the better part of the story. And, you know, I want to just encourage us with that, to, to push, you know, to go for it. Um, I just want one little thing I noticed when I, when I was reading the story of the people of Israel and I kind of mentioned a little bit about it earlier on um, of course if we go back in history they um, there were the seven years of plenty good harvests and then seven years of famine Joseph is promoted to look after and steward the the seven years of plenty so there's enough food for Egypt um, when it's famine and of course halfway through the famine Joseph's brothers come down to buy some food now they don't recognize Joseph but of course he recognizes them and um, you know to cut the story short he basically provides for his family he brings a whole family that his dad and all of the servants and he gives them a good good part of the land of Egypt and you know, what they were done is they he brings them into a place of freedom. You mm. know, they were suffering. They, they There was no food for them. It was just hard. And it was not a place of freedom where they were. And Joseph brings them into this place of freedom where they can grow and prosper. But many, many years later, they become this great nation of slaves. And for me, that's a lesson it's like what was once freedom can become something that enslaves us. Mm. And, you know, the, the provision for the people of Israel in Egypt ended up being their slavery, you know, a place of slavery. And that can happen for us, you know, in our own journeys that we can get to a place where we know we're experiencing greater freedom than we were one year ago, two years ago, five years ago. But if we stay put in that place, if we settle in that place, 
Mm. eventually something inside of us dies and it becomes instead of the place of freedom that it was it becomes a place of slavery and mm. so that's why for me this wide open space that verse in Job is so important because I want to keep moving into more and more freedom and mm. I don't want to be you know I'm I know I know and Barry I hope you know he knows it for himself. Maybe he sees it in me as well. You know, I know I'm freer than I was five years ago. <laughs> yeah. But in five years' time, I want to be freer. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think that's what the Father wants for all of us. You know, yeah, we're living in a measure of freedom now. But hey, there's so much more. Don't let what is freedom now become mm. the thing that enslaves you in the future. You know, that that's a very good word. And I, I think one of the things that people struggle with in that, in a, just the whole idea of freedom, is being able to actually give themselves permission hmm. to, to ask questions about their own circumstances and their own heart's desires hmm. and what the Father is, is speaking to them about. Because oftentimes, you know, we, we spend our entire lives trying to live up to an expectation from other people, from ourselves, from culture, from education, whatever, where, where it actually defines us in a way that is so much more limiting than what the mm. Father says we are. And so my encouragement to you and, and me and Mark, and as we just go from glory to glory or freedom to freedom, I think you, <laughs> we would say in, in this broadcast, is that we would be able to have open hearts and mm. always continually asking the Father to speak about yeah. his desires that are being at work in us. You know, Philippians 2.13, for it is God who works in us to mm. will and to do his good pleasure. But, you know, it's so amazing. And, you know, you know I'm sure, Mark, you've prayed for many people in the same situation where uh, where Anna and I have prayed for people and said, what's on your heart? Like, what do you love to do? And people said, mm. I've never been able to give myself permission to even ask that question. So maybe even, you know, as you're listening to this this broadcast, whether it's live or afterward, that maybe ask that question, have you been able to even give yourself the permission to ask God about the desires of your heart. And we're not talking about just the fleeting desires. We're talking about the longings, the things that make your heart go pitter-patter, right? Yeah. And, and 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 just be able to, as uh, the chariots of fire quote uh, from the runner from the UK said, when I, God made me to run fast, and when I run, I feel his pleasure. <laughs> and I think that's all part of this this beautiful journey that the holy spirit is leading us on into greater freedom right it's it's being able to to know who god created us to be as sons and daughters and and one thing i'll just mention about uh just a comment about your your uh what you mentioned about uh the kind of the fear of failure mm -hmm. the fear of making a mistake i think you know i oftentimes you know because of our identity is rooted in either you know so much so in our success mm -hmm. like and if we success then maybe we're loved and if we fail shame comes and and of course that is not the way it is with our dad you know mm -hmm. he is the he is the bible says in thessalonians that he's our eternal encourager and that you know and i think about little kids right can, can imagine a toddler and you know of course we both have grandchildren and you know when when they started to walk right baby steps i mean they're cruising around the coffee table they're just you know learning how to walk if if a parent said you know if you if you fell down for the first time like that's it you're not going to walk anymore you know 
how helpful would that be to that little <laughs> child? Of course, you know, we encourage him, you can do it, you can do it, you can walk. And I really believe the Father is is encouraging all of us in this greater realm of freedom too, to say, you yeah. can do it, you I believe do. in yeah. you. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I, looking at the life of Jesus, the thing that really strikes me is the more secure we are in our sonship you know the more mm. secure we are as sons and daughters the greater freedom we experience you know i i um did a webcast last night for a group of in poland and i spoke on the authority of sons and um you know one of the things i one of the verses i mentioned was when jesus um he's got his disciples together for the last supper john 13 and he he washes their feet at the beginning of the meal. And it just, it just says, you know, Jesus knew that the Father had given him all things, that all things had been put in his hands. He knew where he had come from and he knew where he was going. You know, that's like, he's so secure in his sonship. You know, he knows who he is. He's yeah. so secure in his sonship. He takes off his outer garments, puts a towel around him, washes his disciples' feet. You know, mm. he was so secure in who he was that he was free to do that most menial task of washing mm. the disciples' feet without any problem, any hesitation, any feeling of insecurity. You know, he was just free. We see it again after his baptism. Jesus goes into the wilderness. He's fasting for 40 days and then Satan comes to tempt him. Now, the very last thing, you know, before he went into the wilderness, the father said, you are my son. I love you. I'm proud of you. It's like, you know, he knows, he knows, he knows. He knows who he is. And then Satan comes to tempt him. And the thing that Satan tempts him on is that relationship. You know, if if you're the son of God. You know, prove it. That's basically what he says. If you're the son of God, mm. prove it. And Jesus, Jesus just told him where to go. <laughs> because, you know, most of us would probably have an argument with Satan and try and sort of bat it around theologically or whatever. But Jesus was so secure in who he was as a son. He just tells Satan where to go. And yeah. to me, it's like freedom is an expression of our sonship mm. and the more we are secure in who we are as sons and daughters the freer our hearts will become and mm. you know when when the enemy challenges us when we feel under pressure we can just tell him where to go because we know who we are yeah. and uh, you know i just think the more we grow in sonship um freedom will just become it's just become who we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you know, it's important, you know, in that story of of Jesus hearing from his dad, like, and publicly, right? The Father yeah. from heaven. The Bible yeah. says the windows were torn open, and the, the voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son, whom I'm well pleased. You know, it was like the Father couldn't contain his joy over his son. And it was that declaration of love that, uh, you know, just you know, propelled Jesus into his destiny into the, in the wilderness. Then after the 40 days, the Satan comes and, 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 and it's interesting that the, the very issue that, that the enemy used to try, to try to tempt Jesus mm-hmm. was his sonship, right? So yeah. the very thing that the father 
declared publicly, that's what the enemy tried to tempt Jesus with. And I think the, his strategies are the same today that they were back then, that it's yeah. no surprise that the enemy will come and try to, to, to actually attack the very essence of who the Father says we are, yeah. that we are his beloved sons and daughters and that we are you know, pleased in his sight. And so I just think, you know, again, as, as you said, Mark, you know, what Jesus' response was, you know, it wasn't like he debated, he didn't try to, he just said, it is written, you know, man shall not live by bread alone, you know, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And it's just like we don't have to get into the shouting match with Satan or, or the accuser or, or, or prove ourselves because Jesus did everything from affirmation. Yeah. Everything yeah. that he did was from a place of saying, you're my boy, you're my beloved son, you belong to me. Yeah. I'm pleased with your life. And I really believe the more that we believe that, yeah. the more that it will propel us into our destiny as well. And yeah. and for some of us, and you know, like we talked about earlier uh, about being free from the jaws of distress. You know, if we are still in a place of the jaws of distress, you know, I, the Father absolutely loves us there. Yes. He understands why we struggle there. And he will not stop loving us there. But, you know, in that same place, he wants us, he wants to woo us into the, a greater yeah. uh, expanse in, in, in our hearts to really be the sons and daughters that he created us to be. Absolutely. And, you know, Psalm 23, of course, we know so well. Psalm 23, verse 4 and 5. Even though I walk through the valley, the darkest valley, I fear no evil because you're with me. Your rod and staff are my comfort. Mm. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Now, I mean, just think about that. We know that psalm so well and we quote it so easily, yeah. but just think about it. The table of good things is prepared in the middle, in the midst of all the enemies. Mm. Now, would you sit down at a table in the middle of, you know, in the open air, would you sit down at a table when all your enemies were surrounding you? <laughs> you know, I think you know, if I was there, I would be looking over my shoulder all the time to see what's coming. Yeah. But the picture the psalmist gives us is this is a place of total security, total freedom. Yeah. And all you have to do is look at the wonderful things that are spread on the table before you. And let the let our father look after the enemies. You sit at the yeah. t- we we get to sit at the table, we get to enjoy the comforts of the father's presence, the intimacy with the father. We get to enjoy that, and he looks after the enemies. You know, mm. and, and we that's an, an incredible picture of security and freedom, and that's what the father has for us. You know, hey, don't worry about the enemy. You come and sit in their in their midst. And enjoy this right. this table of good food. You know, I'd, um, maybe we can pray in a couple of minutes, Barry. But I'd just like to, to tell a story um, that I heard in Uganda. You know, we, we often quote Romans 8. You know, um, creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. Mm-hmm. You know, creation has been subjected but will be liberated from its bondage and brought into the glorious freedom of the sons of God. You know, so... Creation is crying out for us to yeah. live in our true identity. But I was in Uganda one time and I heard this story. Um, and uh, it was, it was um, a guy who owned some cows. 
and these cows were um, not producing very much milk and um, you know it wasn't producing very much money he wasn't able to get much money from the milk so he heard a, he heard about this glorious freedom of the sons of God and creation mm. changing and being brought you know creation being brought into the, the same freedom so he went back after the father heart school and he starts talking to his cows <laughs> and he, t- he tells his cows how wonderful they are and how lovely they are and yeah. you know he just he just speaks positive things to these cows this is a true yeah. story folks this really is a true story he he talks these positive things to the cows and within a few days those cows are producing way much way more milk Wow. So much so that he can sell the milk and have enough money to put his children through school. <laughs> now, that's just one little story, you know, of a son bringing his freedom to creation. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what this is going to look like, but and I don't really think I'm seeing it very much, but. I want to see more of creation, the world around me being brought into the freedom that I enjoy. And Mm. as we go deeper into this freedom, I I want to see more of that happen. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's an amazing story. And I think, you know, I I was just thinking, why does God want us to walk in freedom? It's because he loves us. Yeah. And he just loves his, he wants his kids to be free think think in the natural realm of your own children if you have children or your you know nieces and mm-hmm. nephews or what is your dream for them your yeah. your dream isn't that they would be you know locked up in in any a prison of fear or or mm-hmm. any you know confined in in closed spaces you want absolute freedom for those yeah. who you love how much more yeah. Does our Father in Heaven love it when we walk in the glorious freedom of the yes. children of God? And as you said, Mark, I've always wondered about that Romans 8 chapter, about all creation is groaning mm. and waiting, travailing, waiting for the revealing of the children of God so that, that creation itself might come into that <laughs> glorious freedom themselves, right? And and I, I love that story of, <laughs> of, of this man with his cows. That's awesome. Yeah, maybe I'll come back with a few of my own. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we just spend a few moments opening our hearts, just letting our Father speak. It's for freedom that we've been set free. Yeah. Freedom, we've been set free to be sons and daughters. Hmm. So, yeah, just let's see what he wants to do over these next few minutes, eh? Mm -hmm. you father it was for freedom mm. that we were set free mm. father we 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 want freedom for our own hearts mm-hmm. 
Father, we're just so aware that there's still orphan-hearted ways in us. There's still ways of fear within us. There's still servant-hearted ways within us. We're, we're, we're probably all too aware of those in our own lives, in our own hearts. And mm. Father, I just, just ask that you will cause us to look into the wide open space and set our hearts on a pilgrimage into that wide open space that we have nothing to fear because we're led by you Father thank you that you have set us free from a life of sin and death but Father that's only part of the story you did that because you wanted us to live in the glorious freedom as the sons of God Mm -hmm. so Father I just ask that we would we would set our hearts into that journey of freedom and you would give us that gift of freedom Mm. more freedom for each of us Father a greater expression of freedom in our hearts Mm. thank you Father thank you that as you love us you love our hearts back to life you love our hearts away from the orphanness you love our hearts away from fear Father thank you it's because we are sons and daughters and it's simply because you love us. Yeah. That we would become rooted and grounded in love. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, I just get a, a sense, and I don't know if there's somebody who's maybe this is for, but um, there, there's a an old covenant paradigm that speaks of our hearts being, or a heart mm. being, ex, you know, exceedingly wicked. Who can trust it? Mm. But that's an old covenant paradigm. That is not the new covenant of the new heart. That's yeah. uh, that the promise of Ezekiel, where God said, "I will remove your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. I will yeah. give you a new spirit, and I will put my spirit, spirit. in you." Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I just pray that if you are struggling with maybe even the words of 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 judgment of a that you have a wicked heart and who can trust yeah. it, that the Father would just sets you free to hear those words that your new heart is a a heart that he loves and he loves you and he he leads you by the desires the longings of your heart and so father i i just pray if there's anybody that struggles or has some tension in their own heart that about feeling that they can't trust their own heart father would you just woo us and convince us once again that we are loved and our hearts are loved and that you know that you would just lead us by our hearts into a glorious uh, freedom that we've never experienced before, Lord. That it would be just like this ever-expanding uh, paradigm in the kingdom, where we are realizing that it's for freedom's sake that Christ has really set us free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Father, may we see that you're not out to condemn us, you're not out to judge us, but your heart for us is that we would walk as your son Jesus walked in the glorious freedom. Father, just help us to be so secure in that sonship as sons and daughters that we, we just know who we are. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, May we grow in freedom. 
Hmm. Wow, thank you all for joining us. That's very good, eh? <laughs> I just, yeah. just kind of just soaking in this, this in. It's kind of the ap- the afterglow. Yes. And, and I just encourage you guys in the, in the next couple of weeks, if you think of Mark and Mike, mm. as they, they go on this great journey to Africa, to Uganda, that you just pray blessings upon them and their families who are going to be staying at home and all of the practical things of, of the, of what happens when they're on this trip. And of course, for every heart, and Mioto Min, Min, I always Moto Mioto Mioni. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> English if she hears this, Moto Mioni, and that just every heart there would be blessed. And and just as a uh, a reminder for anybody who is in North America, uh, then Europe is is catching up to us with daylight savings time this weekend. And so next week uh, I'll be back with. Uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or actually 3 p.m. Daylight Savings Time, and then it'll be 8 p.m. Daylight Savings Time in, in, in the, UK. Uh, the UK, and then 9 p.m. in parts of Europe. So yeah. bless you guys, and thank you so much. For and just you know, obviously, Barry, for the next two weeks, Barry will be on his own or having a guest. Um, I probably won't be able to have the opportunity of sharing this to my Facebook page. So if you want to come, if you normally come in through my Facebook page next couple of weeks, Father Heart TV on Facebook, and that will get you into the webcast or it will be on the website the next day or so. But thanks for joining us and I'll see you in a few weeks time. All right. Bless you. Thanks.